This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Jessica Rosenthal. This week, we spoke to Katya Demidova, a mother in Los Angeles who is from Ukraine and whose family and friends are still there. She talked to us Thursday morning as Russian forces began to invade Ukraine and not just in the Luhansk and Donetsk areas of the Donbass region, which Russia's president had declared independent. Katya's brother, his wife and their five and six year olds ran into their condo basement, which served as a shelter when sirens began to blare in Kiev. She told us what they're going through, where they were planning to go and her take on the political aspects, as well as what she hears from some of her friends in Russia. Since we spoke to her, though, she says her brother was told to get out of Kiev and the family packed into the car Thursday to drive out of the city. This interview did not air during the week, and we thought you might like to hear it. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the Weekday Rundown podcast if you haven't already. Now, here's Katya Demidova on the Fox News Rundown Extra. My brother is there. Um, him, um, his wife, and uh, two children are in Kiev. Um, they're in an area called Abalone. It's one of the like the newer um, newer construction areas. It's right uh, on the Dnieper River. On the bank, have have you have you talked to them since since Russia began yeah. attacking Ukraine? Yes, yeah. I mean, we've been talking nonstop. Um, so the news came. Um, oh, hold on, sorry. It's okay. Um, the news came last night um, because um, pretty much everybody who I know started hearing explosions. Um, and explosions were seen from people in, like, windows and stuff. Um, and I haven't talked to them, like, during the night much, but early in the morning around 5 o'clock today, um, they told us that they had to um, go into the shelter um, underneath their building. <laughs> and it's like a, it's a condo complex. Um, so, and it's not really like a bomb shelter um, I know everybody thinks that Ukraine has this underground world with subways and everything, which is true, but it's not really a shelter shelter. It's just uh, like unequipped rooms um, underneath the buildings, like filled with sewage and rats and all kinds of stuff. Um, and there's like exposed wires there. So, and then when they, <clears throat> so my brother had to go and get gas, but it's pretty much impossible to do it right now. So he was lucky. He stood in line for several hours um, and got gas and then um, went back. And I think at some point, so they were told the sirens started uh, sounding and then they heard the fighter jets and then they had to go back, um, uh, go down. And uh, I think they're back now in the in the condo and we're trying to figure out um, what to do because there's tra- crazy traffic jams everywhere. Um, some, I mean, airports are obviously closed, and so we're trying to figure out what's the next step. 
And um, also, like yesterday, at some point during the day, I sent some money to my brother's wife, and they're using SWIFT, which is like an international European currency clear, clearing, I think, system. Yeah. And she was able to transfer the money into her bank account, which is, I think it's called Privat Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I think, one of the biggest banks there. And so she was able to transfer to her card. Um, but I sent some money, some more money last night. And uh, my brother also, like, he was not able to clear it out. So they froze the SWIFT, which is kind of surprising because I think this was one of the functions um, against Russia, so I don't know why in Ukraine it wouldn't be working. So anyway, so they, they don't have really access to their bank at this point. Do they say that they want to leave? Like, are they prepared to, like, mentally to, like, go to another country even or it, it, drive to another country or what? I know you said that so, they're, they're thinking about next steps, but what are their, what yeah. are their options? Well, so the, a lot of people have been leaving and going towards the borders. Um, but then we got the news that the borders are actually closed. So you can't cross. Um, but then we figured out maybe it's not true because some people were able to cross. So the idea is to maybe go to Ivano-Frankovsk, which is closer to Poland, um, and then cross the border there, um, or to go to, to the mountains. Um, because it's much safer in the mountains. But then again, like, like, where do you go? I mean, we have some relatives in Ivana Frankovsk, but uh, some actually already left to Poland. So I think there's like a one or two man thing and um, kind of guarding the, the properties because right now I'm sure looting is going to start. So my brother is actually prepared to put his wife in the car with the kids and have her drive to Ivana Frankovsk, but she's really scared because she's going to be, at least here she's, you know, surrounded by walls, and there she's going to be in the middle of the field in the car with two yeah. little children. They're five and uh, they're five and six. Wow. Um, so, so that's kind of like where we stand right now, but my brother's prepared to stay back um, to make sure Why? that there's no looting. Oh, okay. He wants to guard his uh, his condo. You know, he he owns a car business, so he's worried that there's going to be looting. Yeah. Are, but what, we have they, friends uh, both in Russia and Ukraine, um, and um, I've seen some videos of you know a lot of Russian people. They they actually don't want to fight. They're um, so it's a really really scary situation. Katya, are they, what do they think is going to happen next? They, you said they've heard explosions. They've heard the fighter jets overhead. It sounds like so far mm-hmm. this has really been run from the air. Are they, are they worried that, aside from looting, that, that Russian troops are going to come into their neighborhoods? I mean, what, what are they mentally preparing for? Uh, everybody's just at a loss. They're, they're just terrified. They like I don't I don't know there there's no answers I can't get a straight answer from them um, I know they just pack their bags they have some food with them and that's kind of about it but when when they the sirens started to sound um, they when they were going down to the shelter the kids wanted to take the elevator and uh, my brother's wife pulled them from the elevator and they started going down the stairs the fighter jet literally flew on the level of the building oh. 
not above them, on the level of the building, which I don't even know how that is possible. Um, but she said that when you go down, like there's a window that you can see things from, and um, they they saw it and they heard it, and the whole building shook, and that's when they started just running downstairs. Um, I don't know. Or, I don't know what we're prepared to to do. Um, I'm ready to welcome them here, but how do we do this? Um, right. My brother's son's passport is expired, and um, they do have visas, but they, they're promising to give the passport back this week, so that means they might have to stay behind. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Katya, were, were they, was your family and were you? I mean, you're, you're very uh, connected and, and you spoke, to, I imagine, to your brother leading up to this moment. Um, what did they think was going to happen? Did they, because we heard from the Ukrainian president and Ukrainian officials some sort of hesitancy about a, you know, a Russian invasion. Um, and the U.S. kept saying, look, they're, they're, they look like they're ready to go in here. Um, what were yeah. Ukrainian people like your family saying leading up to this moment? Did they, did they think this was going to happen? No, we thought it would be on the local level where the rebel um, sections are. So I think things really escalated once Putin proclaimed them as independent. Um, so we really thought it was just to be the border situation. We never thought it would come to, to Kiev and especially to like, you know, it's um, a, a civilian neighborhood. So um, definitely people were not prepared. Like oh. my brother did not have gas in his car, which is really stupid, but, <laughs> <sighs> you know. When did you leave Ukraine? Um, I left in 2000. 2000. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to you back in 2015, and I remember asking you, what's going on exactly in Ukraine? Because the invasion of Crimea had just happened, and you were, you were yeah. explaining to me like about the Donetsk and Luhansk regions and the Donbass region. I, I learned a lot from you at that time. Um, over the, the past eight years... Do you think Russia's president has been planning this all along? Well, I, I don't think I have enough knowledge to answer that. I'm sure if he's been preparing his military um, <clears throat> that this was the plan. But um, in Kiev, you don't really... We, the only time we felt something um, happening on the border is that when... Um, the whole situation with Donbass happened when um, was like a few years ago. Um, a lot of people started um, fleeing from those areas and coming and um, starting to live in the capital because we thought the capital was the safest place. Um, my brother mm. personally has a, a condo he's, that he's leasing to a family from Donbass. Um, so it was it was really hitting close to home, but nobody expected. Expect, expected to, for it to escalate this much. 
what do you, I mean, you know Ukrainian history more than I do, um, and, and certainly Russian history and Russian involvement in Ukraine. When, when Putin said on Monday the things that he said, that, that Ukraine yeah. really is part of Russia and isn't its own state and, you know, is, it was, was falsely fictionally created, you know, uh, at the fall of the, the Soviet <laughs> Union. W- what was your reaction to, to that speech? I think it's disgusting what he said. Um, um, anybody who visits Ukraine can see that it's its own country. The language is completely different. Uh, while most of Ukrainians speak Russian, um, it's not the same way around. You know, it's not vice versa. If a Ukrainian speaks to a, a Russian in Moscow, most people won't understand. So it's just really surprising. And I think it's really wrong to say things like that, because if you look at the history of the world, every country was a piece of other country at some point. The Russia itself, you know, was created by, by Mongols that ruled the area for, what, 300 uh, years? So you can't think of it this way um, and just chop off pieces of land just because of how it was created historically. Right. Um, so that was kind of... Uh, the reaction but um you know we strongly feel that um i don't know if you've seen some of the protests that are happening in russia right now um ukrainians and russians are brothers um we look the same we have like similar uh similarities in our cultures in our way of living um so a lot of people are just like outraged by it but because we feel like it's Ukraine and Russia against Putin at this point, you know? Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that, heard that a lot, that the, the cultural similarities I mean it's like kind of like brother countries. It's, it's like, why would you kill, why would you kill people that are... Some of the pro- if you hear some of the protests right now uh, on the streets, they're literally uh, screaming, um, Ukrainians are our brothers, we don't want war. But it looks like the police is trying to break up all these protests right now. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a I have an account on Telegram that I'm watching. Um, I can, if you want, I can try to connect you to um, some of our friends that are there. So maybe you can speak with yeah. them. I don't know how how well their English is going to be, but uh, I think some of them speak pretty fluent. So, what do you want leaders in Europe and the United States to do at this point? I mean, they're talking about heavier sanctions, maybe even swift banking sanctions. We referenced swift earlier in our discussion. What do you want them to do at this point? Are sanctions enough? I don't know. I'm really scared of anything that the world is going to do against Putin. I'm literally scared. Because I feel like that's going to drag us in into the world war. This is like my biggest fear. But you, but, but the answer then is not to appease Putin, right? It's not to just lay down. I imagine you want your, 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 your countrymen, your Ukrainians to fight. Um, no, I, I, I don't want anybody to fight, to be honest with you. What if that means Russia wins and takes over Ukraine? Um, but that means that Ukraine is going to have to lose its independence, lose uh, millions of its life. Um, like, I, I don't know how to answer you at this point. Um, I, I feel like the world has not done enough to stop Putin, that's for sure. But what do I want at this point? I don't know. You know, I'm not a politician. Yeah. So. Well, 
prayers to, to your family there, of course. And, um, anytime you want to talk mm-hmm. and, and keep us updated, we'd love to hear, uh, we'd love to hear from you about how they're doing. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Let me know if anything else, um, that if I can do for you guys. Katya, thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. Subscribe to the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts.